Come on and nod your head. It's time for the Movie Crew Podcast. And tonight we're going to talk about Men in Black 2. You have no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme Being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am wonderful, wonderful, sir. And we also have director of photography, Mike Griggs. What's up, guys? I'm back. back. Welcome back, Mike. You're back in black? Back in black. Thank you for referencing me in all the previous podcasts. My heart was with you, even if my body was not. Mm. So did you see <laughs> The Water Boy? <laughs> yes, yes, I watched The Waterboy in theaters. Thank you very much, Jared. I, that, actually, that was Brian. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. I, yeah, that was Brian. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't listen hard enough. Apparently not, because all the other times you were the one talking about me. Oh, that's Which true. Which I appreciate. Totally you know, yeah. you're like, hey. oh, Griggs is going to be the woke one. Yeah, no, sure, that's fine. Throw, throw uh, that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I should kind of see if you actually listen or not. <laughs> And we also have with us costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hi, hey, hey, hey. And guys, here we are. Second Men in Black film. Exciting? The, Not exciting? The M-I-I-B. I will say that I tried to watch uh, Will Smith in this last night. I keep wanting to say the word Will. Uh, and I, I fell asleep on it. But when I watched it today, I actually enjoyed it. I, I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah, I have to say, after last week, I had zero expectations for anything entertaining, and so I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Kristen, when's the last time you saw this? I don't... This movie, I, I don't... I was trying to remember if I've seen it. I remember parts of it, so maybe I saw it at some point. Maybe it was on TV at some point. I don't think... I mean, we definitely didn't own this. Mm. I don't know if I've ever seen it. I'm not sure. Really? I think I saw it at least once at some point in my life, but that's... I mean, usually if I like a movie, I will watch it, like, on repeat, so it was not one of those movies. I think this was the second time I'd seen it. 
I saw it in the theater and then hadn't seen it again since. So wow. it was actually it was actually wow. like watching it for the first time. Feels like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually projected this one, so I have seen this. Uh, I don't know how many times, at least pieces of it on film, bro. Yeah, it was on film. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was there right as I was watching it goodbye because, like, literally, Attack of the Clones came out that same summer. It's like goodbye, film. Oof, digital theaters, man. They were all the rave back then. Now, not so much. Yeah, I've seen this a few times for sure, and then we I watched it like a week or two two weeks ago. Watched Aladdin with my kids, like the new one with with um, Will Smith, and I was like, oh. We're doing Will Smith on the podcast for the month. Let's do it with the kids. Let's bring out Men in Black. And they were like, can we just skip the first one and go straight to the second one? We've already seen what? the first one. And I was like, I guess. Like, sure. So we started with the second one. Then watched the third one. And then went back and watched the first one. Because I was like, you can't not watch the first one. You're watching all three. Like, what's going on here? And how did, how did the first one hold up? The first one held up well. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies. I quote it all the time. It's it's definitely, like, brained in my brain, so... Yeah, Can most I, of the things that you guys talked about last week, I, I definitely have a high level of agreement on the quality. What's your Elkins rating? Mm, I gotta say, like, mm, nah, if it's not a 9.5, it's a 10. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's not a perfect movie, but there's so much to love about it. It's, it's, it's fantastic. So it's fun to go from that and then to this, like, five years later and... Kind of a, a, an, an interesting repeat of the of the original formula, but with a couple random things mm. thrown in here and there. Very true. Yeah, a couple. Like, <laughs> two. Hey, man, if you do it right the first time, you know. Just keep doing it again. Just keep doing it again, yeah. yeah. Keep doing it again. <laughs> at, at least when they like doubled down on the things, it was all the stuff that I did like in the first movie. Like, if you're going to yeah, give me yeah. more of Frank the Pug, right, and the little worm aliens, I am totally on board with that. Waga! <laughs> uh, don't fall asleep. <laughs> the villain, though, was really, really disappointing in this film. After oh, so man. disappointing, she's definitely the worst part of this. Because man, Edgar is just one of the best villains. Like he freaking kills it in every single scene that he's in, and every single one that she's in is just like, ah, hold on, <sighs> that very first scene that she's in where she dude's like. Hey, pretty lady. And he licks her face. He fucking like, licks her, man. It's... Yeah, and I was like, is this his kid's movie? Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> like, I don't remember this. And my kids are right here. Uh, and he's like, you taste good. And then he, she goes around the bush and like eats him. And it comes back with this awesome fat belly. And I was like, <laughs> I was looking for more body dysmorphia throughout the film. But we didn't really get it. Yeah, if, had they leaned a little bit more into that, I think it might have been a little bit more fun. But it was, no, it was more like t- weird tentacle porn. Yeah, it, it reminded me of those bounty hunters from Critters that are like, uh, you know, the blank faces, and then they look at the magazine and they can become that person. It's, yeah. It was like the same thing. Yeah. It was a little arbitrary that it just happened to flip to the freaking supermodel in the underwear. Like, one more page and she could have been like an arm model or something, like, you know, or and, an arm chair. And I really didn't understand the alien, like, so it was, it was like a little teeny tiny plant and it opened its mouth and it could become whatever size it wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I well, guess. You, know, you know, plants can grow. They just kind of grow, right? <laughs> how to sure. plant? Yeah, constantly how to, how without water that? or anything. I mean, it just starts growing, like in the middle, like on the floor, surrounded by concrete. Well, you know, that plant is like Superman, but like you know, it, ha- <laughs> it harnesses the power oh, from the moon. Is it like Superman <laughs> because Will Smith is black kryptonite? Is that? What oh, that, that is it. Yeah, that's right. We're tying it all around. Mm, so Watch the music around. video to get that reference, <laughs> or don't, and just take our word for it. 
<laughs> is that one called Nod Your Head? <laughs> <laughs> the black suits are coming, parentheses, Nod Your Head. Okay. Right. Yeah, Y-A. Is there an apostrophe after yeah? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I wonder how many like movies, movie songs uh, Will Smith has done. Well, we've, we've, we've covered three. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst one, hands down. This is, uh, yeah, the quality uh, dropped sharply here for Mr. Smith. You know, Men in Black was pretty good. Wild Wild West was a great song. And then this is. Dude, he did one for Suicide Squad. Did he really? No, yeah. he didn't. It says it right here. But it called Men, 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 hold on, Men in Black, Men in Black 3, Back in Black. So, yes, he did do one for Men in Black 3. Hancock, Superhero Time, Hitch, getting hitchy with it. What getting hitchy with it? What the After fuck? Earth, Just the Two of Us remix. Uh, Collateral Beauty, Time, Love, Death, Bad Boys, a song called Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2, Two Bad Two Boys with the numbers 2. <laughs> and then Suicide Squad, Squad Goals. And then uh, Concussion, Tell the Truth, Enemy of the State. He did what for Enemy of the State? Why don't more people talk about this movie? Wait, hold up. The, <laughs> Wait, that, that was the name of the song? That's making my eye twitch. What? Enemy of the State's <laughs> the one that you had to stop on? It wasn't Collateral? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not Collateral Concussion? The mo- I haven't seen Concussion, so I don't know what that is. Oh, that's the one where he's the doctor from Africa researching all the football players? <laughs> where he was like, yeah, will you hit your head? <laughs> <laughs> Then he did one for Bright, and then he did one for Shark Tale, Seven Pounds, iRobot, Ollie, I Am Legend. There I, they are. Shark Tale, I guess. Shit. Yeah, that would <laughs> so make that's sense. his thing. I think he's probably made more songs for movies than anyone else. <laughs> it's well, besides John like Williams. For besides movie, John like... Williams. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, John Williams doesn't show up in, in acting. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah. if John Williams, John Williams acted in all videos. of his movies, then maybe there would be a similar level of uh, output We actually here, but... hear John Williams go, holy shit, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> Nobody else hears the music, so he's just coming out. <laughs> Everyone's looking at him like, what the fuck is wrong with this old guy? He's got Alzheimer's. Our ability to sidetrack is unparalleled. Okay, so at the beginning of the film, we got a really awesome John Lovitz cameo that lasts about seven seconds. Was it John Lovitz or was it a John Lovitz wannabe? Because it sounds kind of like him, but it does not look like him Yes, it does. It looks like him at that time. I don't, even, I don't even know what part you guys are talking about. What are you when, when, when like, he's like, Harvey, the, but with a dog, dog the guy with the, the dog. At the, the, at the oh, ship. that wasn't John Lovitz. Yeah. Was not John Lovitz? No, it was no. not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Am I, that can't be. Listen, if Jesse Plemons is uh, broke Matt Damon, then this guy is <laughs> wannabe John Lovitz. I did love the alien ship introduction because, like, just the way that they set up the scale to that. It feels like a giant ship, and then that little joke reveal oh, with the so dog amazing. walking up. Even even watching it again, like a week and a half later, it still it still works for me. I like that. Uh, I did not like the uh, credit opening credit sequence with the ship going around blowing up all the planets. That was uh, stupid. <laughs> it just made yeah. me question like this alien's so powerful. When they go back and they show you the flashback and like yeah. Yeah. She's like running away from a 60 she's chasing a 60 style fucking rocket. It's shooting off from some grain silo. It's like, wait, you right. you can't catch that but in you, your You couldn't catch it like like 10 seconds out of the Earth's atmosphere and then realize there's nothing on it. It's like it's been t- 25 years looking for it. Come on. What, what what's going on here? Yeah, it made me question too much. Are you still looking up John Lovitz? 
Of course I am. I, I, other people are asking this question as well, which is funny. Many people want to know. You, you can just go to IMDb. I did, but he's, uh, but he's, he's not, not listed. on there. He's not on there, but that doesn't mean it's not him. Hey, I mean, it could be an uncredited cameo. Yeah, that that's why uh, IMDb has the uh, uncredited cameo in parentheses, like right under uh, the actor's name when they show up in the movie. That's <laughs> kind of how that works. Brian, your logic is not welcome. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about go go look that up and then look up dog walking man. Dog walking man. Man with dog. It was Michael Rivkin. I apologize. (laughs) Well, Michael Rivkin is doing a John Lovitz impersonation. Or he's just a Jewish guy from New York. I don't know. Was he listed under uh, dog walking man? He was the man with dog. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, speaking of uncredited cameos... um, Barry Sonnefield in the uh, the apartment that Jay used to live in is pretty fun. Not Jay, K. When he when it, when they breaks in to uh, he says I used to live here and he gets all the guns. Yeah, that's the director. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I like this uh, cameo bald spot too. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he, he loved cool. that. <laughs> Didn't they have that like spray that they could have done? back then you know like they just kind of fill it or he in. sees it in post and says you guys need to fix that like he did say that on the commentary he was joking about that he's like damn we could do this all these like squid arm things going around everywhere these uh tentacle porn as it were uh but we can't cover up my bald spot yeah i, I like the end of that that scene though when, when will smith's like trying to close the door with his foot and he's like he's like he's like <laughs> she can still get some cakes and stuff too she can stay up as late as she wants and have cakes and candy and stuff <laughs> Well, the world may end, you know. You got to get the candies. Yeah, yeah man. Also, David Cross uh, appears in this one again uh, as a different character, which is kind of weird. No, he's the same character. Is he? I thought he died. Yeah. Did he not die? Did, she, did he not kill him? I mean, him? It, it did look like he was dead, but I mean, yeah. I, I was listening to the commentary and the director said like, oh yeah, it's the same guy because, you know, he was just stuck up on the wall last time in the morgue. And oh, I was yeah? Like, yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's like, but he had yeah. shit on his face so, like, and his nose. Like, he can't breathe. That suffocation, like... Okay, whatever. Why Why does he grab a shovel at the end of his scene? He's going to go kill his mom. That is a dark fucking joke. Why is he going to... Okay, I, that, that that passed me. What, why, what do you J, mean? He, Somebody explain it to me. Jay brings out his neuralizer, and he's like, you got to get out of your mom's house. So his solution for that is, I'm going to go kill my mom and, and bury her in the backyard, and then I'm not living with mom anymore. That's some dark shit. <laughs> That's How much dark, dark shit joke. happens when you when you neuralize somebody? Like, I, I want to check back in when uh, that little girl is like going insane and eating everything and like ruins the, the family's <laughs> marriage, you know, because she gets everything that she wants. You know, I want it now. <laughs> She's like one of those bastard kids from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I want a gobstopper. Can we can we talk about the uh, the lack of continuity between the end of Men in Black One? And the beginning of this film. Yeah, they're wearing completely different suits. Right? <laughs> Demolition Man suits are completely gone. Yeah. They're, we're now back in the old, what does he call it? Old busted ass, uh, whatever. Old and busted. Yeah. Old and New busted. Hotness. That's right. Well, Zed actually probably saw that suit and was like, come on now, sport. <laughs> we can't change things listen, that quickly. Listen, Tiger. <laughs> And they couldn't bring back uh, Linda Farentino for, like, the beginning of this movie? For, like, two fucking scenes? Maybe she said no. Or maybe she asked for more money than they wanted to give her. No. Well, it's rumored that Tommy Lee Jones says uh, he he, he wouldn't come back if she was involved. Wow, really? Holy shit. He's never denied it, and she hasn't either. So nobody's ever spoken about it, but that's the rumor. 
What what was so bad about her on set or whatever? She does have a reputation. What was that? Uh, we talked about it in the last podcast, I think, or maybe we talked about it off air. Uh, but uh, was it the Kevin Smith movie Dogma? Yeah. Didn't didn't he have like a bunch of like really terrible things to say about her and how she was using his words? Uh, she was a bitch, and he wished he cast. Uh, who was it? Janine Garofalo? Garofalo? Whatever. Yeah, her he name did is. say that, didn't he? Yeah. Interesting. Janine Garofalo. For the podcast listener who's screaming that out, we knew what you were talking about. You know, you know yeah. the Gruffalo. The gr- <laughs> it, <yeah>. They <laughs> graze in the same field. Yeah, they they, they graze in the same field. They both tell terrible jokes, <laughs> but kids always laugh. No, they they wrote her out with like just a weird offhand comment line, like yeah, she, she wanted to, to get back to the morgue, and yeah. I just helped her, like. Wait, did you accidentally kill her, or did you just send her back to her old job? Like, oh no, no, he just it, that 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 was the running thing at the beginning. Is like he ever since K's gone, you know, he can't have another partner, so he gets a new partner and, and he one. neuralizes him, which also makes it like you know, uh, Zed's like, bro, you got to quit neuralizing people. So, <laughs> which also brings it back to the point we talked about in the last one. It was like, damn, he just gonna neur- neuralize him and not even talk to Zed, not even like try to. Are we gonna yeah. run this up up to management? Like, how far back do we go? Like, what I mean, like, what do I set the neuralizer to? I mean, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what am I gonna tell you? Like, how do we how do we arrange you like waking up in a in a bit like how does that yeah because you got to set up the system to like reabsorb this person who didn't exist and was erased from the system so like somebody's got to do some sort of clerical logistical work to even send them back yeah i guess i guess he, he just like you know when they send cleanup crews they just neuralize somebody and they say all right you guys take care of that the, the mib uh spinoff movie where it's a clean a cleanup crew going to, to oh take dude care of all this and they're bullshit. bitching the whole time <laughs> and then and, but they're but they also like they, they get the broken neuralizers and then they're like they're like neuralizing each other playing pranks on each other and shit like <laughs> well this went straight we to actually, clerks real quick we yeah, actually make what, it a comedy. It yep. would be way yep. more entertaining. <laughs> you, you are being oh. very quiet. Ooh. So I, <laughs> Kristen, how were the costumes in this movie? We didn't even talk about them in the last movie. Yeah, we did because I we said did. they weren't yeah, great. She didn't like them. <laughs> oh, that's right. All right. She said Will Smith was unattractive and he's no, really sorry. attractive. Hold on. So yeah, Will Smith is difficult. attractive. Yeah, it was it's unfortunate. It's un- no, he's uh, he's a still attractive person, but like the clothes were not attractive and it's so unfortunate when you have someone who's so attractive and then like, you put them in like shit and you're just like what happened there <laughs> like, <laughs> like you have so much to work with like how did you mess that up i don't understand well the, the suits are a little different this time they seem a little more tailored or you know yeah they're nicer this time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're, they're nice suits this time even though someone says uh do you work in a funeral home or something but oh i think that was, that was uh, tommy lee jones right that was tommy lee jones yeah mm-hmm. in the post office no, sir. I've never worked in a funeral. I liked his little post office outfit, Tommy Lee Jones, and his little shorts. Those his high great. socks. Those socks, man. <laughs> Those socks are awesome. They kill me. His post office outfit was great. <laughs> I did laugh at that. All the characters in the, in the post office, even the little girl who wants some Rugrats stamps. <laughs> Apparently, well, according to the name that I read on IMDb, that's Barry Sonnenfeld's daughter. Which seems like a fun little like throw Everybody's her in for something. Everybody's putting their kids in this. Yeah, I, man. I bet you a million dollars that the little girl in the music video was Will Smith's daughter. It's a good chance. Willow. It could have been. Could have been. Well, at wait the a end, minute. At the end, where she comes up and gives him the glasses. This is two thousand two. When she was, was she born? Then? Yeah, she couldn't have been that old. Really. That kid in that music video had to be at like least 10. five or older. There's no way. No way. Jared, look it up. <laughs> I don't think her and uh, yeah, I don't think Will Smith and. Jada Pinkett were together yet. 
like married. No, I think they were. Oh, I mean, yeah, because they that would have been that would have been like what ninety six for her to be that age. I'd like Will Smith less in this movie. Well, you guys were complaining about Will Smith being an asshole in the last movie. I felt like that's he was an asshole in the beginning of this movie. He was a dick. I fucking hated him until Tommy Lee Jones came in, and I was like, oh, hey, there you are, Will Smith. So I feel like he, compared to the last movie, I feel like he matured a lot. And so, yes, when we see him in the beginning of this movie, he is still the same asshole, but he's like, he's more mature, and he's just like, but he's depressed because like he fucking hates his life, which he should because he has nobody and nothing. And so, yes, yeah, so when he finally gets somebody back into his life, like you actually see some life in him and he's no longer this jerk. He becomes like a, a whole human being. And so I actually feel like very proud of him in this movie. <laughs> it was Jordan Woods, by the way. <laughs> the little girl. Sorry. Who's Jordan Woods? That's not his daughter, right? Nope. Does no, he have another no. daughter? Oh, okay. She's a model. You like the Will Smith more in this one? Yeah. You're kind of because oh, he had actual character progression? Yes, thank you. That's the word. He had a pro- <laughs> character progression in the last one. It was literally the same fucking thing in this no, movie. No, he didn't. He was oh. a... No. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here, Kristen? <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't No, he totally had a, a character progression in the last movie. Uh, this one he, when he, he What do you mean <laughs> what, what when? What what are you talking about? Like that that was this whole thing. Like he he was learning. I mean, his his character do, does change at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the last five minutes. Yeah, totally. I love the ending of the first movie. What are you talking about? This movie, he's like, oh, my God. He's, he's the same thing. And then when Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones, like, shows in, he re- he reverts to, like, Will Smith at the middle part of the first Men in Black film. It's like, it's like oh, it's, that's not character growth. That's he character tried- regression. He tries. He tries to step up, you know, and, and take control of the car and, and and do all that, you know. But you know, of course, he missed Kay, and he wants to he wants to fall back in that role. I mean, even if you don't want to fall back, people tend to revert when they are around people that they used to know in a previous time period of their life, whether they want to or not. People tend yeah. to kind of go back to that. So Especially I thought when that it's was been significant accurate. time in between, for sure. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know how much time has passed because, like, the first movie was over two days. So, like, this could have been, like, another week. Uh, but still, like... No, there's a couple him. lines. He says something about you, you've you been out for five years or yeah, something. Yeah, it's five like years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That's a significant amount of time. And I think it makes sense that he would be so excited to see him and kind of lose his mind a little bit. And then... But I feel like he steps it up at the end. And, and I don't know. I actually really liked Rosario Dawson in this also. Yeah, she was good. She's fantastic and everything. I don't know, but I get to the end of the movie, I kept thinking like, why, why, why does everybody keep hiding all the fucking gadgets from Will Smith? Why, after five years, does he not know about all this shit? <laughs> because he was yeah, only he... trained over a day or two. <laughs> so Tommy so... <laughs> Lee Jones is the only one that knew about it. They neuralized him, and everyone else just fucking forgot. Like, and why is why is Tommy Lee Jones? Uh, why is K such a badass? And everybody knows him, and he's the best ever. And no one brings brings that up ever in the first one. Because he's the current badass, I don't know. I could go with that. You know, I guess he. I guess it's he's gone. And everybody's like, "Oh shit, we miss K. K was such a badass." You know, yeah. I think like when K someone... can do backflips. Yeah, but <laughs> it kind of turns him into a legend. Like, was yeah. he that great when he was there? Or was it only after he was gone that everyone realized how great he was? Apparently, everybody in that's MIB is like a superhero or whatever because they can do like crazy fucking acrobatic <laughs> shit. Talking yeah, about rip torn. 
even Dude, fucking all of Zed. Them. Like, yeah, uh, he Zed, jumps and does like fucking front kicks for like two minutes. He's like in the standing air. in the air, like fucking <laughs> like like Luke Cage. Uh, yeah. You know, or, <laughs> oh, it's fantastic, man! I was sitting there watching that, going, "This is not funny at all." And my kids are sitting over there dying laughing. I'm just like, "Oh god, I have failed for you, Brian." It's not for you. It's not for you. Yeah, it was no. For, it was for no, you in 2002. Scene, the opening scene with uh, with the chick in the park wearing all the, the lingerie. That's for you. That's that for the for dads. You. Especially Rip that walk away shot. kicking ass. The- with the weird, like, uh, okay, explain that to me, Kristen. What's this, like, <laughs> with, you got this, 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 like, lingerie thing, but they, they had this, like, uh, netting or, like, you know, kind of uh, material, but it, it was split right down the middle so you could see her ass, but, like... <laughs> Weird drapey thing. I don't know. Wait, what? Split down you don't, the, rem- you don't you remember that? Like, ass? like, are you just talking about like a regular garter belt and? Pom- I don't remember. What she no, was there, 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 there was something else. It, it, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely pointing down so you can see her ass. Anyways, um, I don't know how to Google that. Like, I'm gonna type in Men in Black uh, Two ass shot. Laura <laughs> Flynn Boyle ass shot Men in Black Two. <laughs> For those of us following along at home. <laughs> this is how we're searching it. <laughs> Jack Nicholson was with her at the time. One of the reasons she got the role. Really? Wow. Yeah, uh, that uh, it's the chick that was in X-Men. She played uh, in GoldenEye. She was the Bond girl in that. Um, what's her name? F- Famkin? Fam- Famke Jamson. There we go. Thank you. She was originally cast, but she had like a death in the family or something. And oh, interesting. She had to leave. They even shot like a couple days worth of uh, scenes with her, and she got replaced at the last minute. But I was reading that uh, Sony did it just so uh, they could get Jack Nicholson in, uh, in anchor management with Adam Sandler. Which I was Oof, like, that was rough. I don't remember that that well. I saw you don't like anger. An- no, you don't like anger management. Man, it was. It's all it right. Was not, it was not good. I yeah. can't remember. The only thing I can remember is that uh, crazy. Uh, frizzy hair that Jack Nicholson has with the big eyes when he's like smiling he's like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no it's not good it's not good go watch the water boy again instead Jared that's your cue Bobby Boucher <laughs> <laughs> trying to set him up he's doing he's looking I'm at sorry. too many ass cheeks over there I'm trying to find this ass <laughs> <laughs> I found it <laughs> the most work Jared's done all day <laughs> that is not true <laughs> Oh, they cut it. This must be from a TV version. Holy shit. It cuts before. Before she turns and walks away. Before she turns and walks away. So when do they, they cut? put like, the director's like title? Because that is 100% on her ass as she's walking away. It is. Okay, but like I, before that, I can kind of see what she's wearing. Anyway, so she's got this like little like drapey thing over her shoulders that, that's going down like with this like netting kind of like... It's 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 part of her it's part of her outfit. I don't know, but it's open all the way down the back that leaves a nice little gap. Kristen is making a very disgusted face, so I don't know no, what she's I- thinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up the scene actually, so I can watch it. Jared, why don't I, you share that with the class? I googled so that- it. Yeah, I googled it and I couldn't find it. It's actually so- it's actually it's actually like long sleeves that are that are uh, are attached to her her. Um- so she's wearing. I mean, she's wearing like for anyone who hasn't seen it, I guess. She's wearing like just like a bra and panties, but she's wearing like it looks like a robe over it, but maybe are you saying the robe is attached to the bra? It looks like it. and the robe is made out of just like this like netting stuff. Oh, well, I mean it's mesh. So mesh, or there you go. it might be um it might be tool, but it's probably she's wearing it. It's probably not tool cuz that's not comfortable to wear. Please see the chat and go to 25 seconds. Man, this is such great radio. Fuck it, man. I mean, you know, we can cut it out. You're going to cut it out anyways. 
what she's wearing is it just looks like a little baby doll robe over it and then it almost looks like they were having issues because <laughs> she's um walking around and doing stuff and being dragged around and so it almost looks like someone sewed the robe to her um bra strap because it it's not attached it. anywhere else and they don't really make bras and robes that are combined like that so i would i'm guessing that they attached um the robe to the to the bra strap in order just for like movement ease of movement so it wouldn't fall because otherwise it would just it would continually fall off her shoulder see you should like this film because that's innovative costume designing isn't that that always done Jared's reaching for it. Uh, Say the bra and panties shot is awesome. Please, Kristen. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they open with it. The director puts his fucking name on it. <laughs> yep, He's like, yep. this is what we're about. No, but I mean, it's cute. And actually, I kind of, I still have the go. movie up. No, I would. It's, I didn't say it wasn't cute. I never said it wasn't cute. Hold on. Actually, I mean, actually, if we're talking, hold on. If we're talking about like lingerie and like, like I feel like it's very basic. I mean, this I feel like this is going back to when we watched that that Hector movie, and she's like wearing like very basic black underwear. Are you, and, and he's like, "Are you going out tonight? What are you doing?" And like, as someone who like you know is used to like looking at clothing, like that just looks like something you would buy, like a, an insanely basic thing, not something that you would wear to go out. And so this looks like if you had like only a little bit of like personality and you're like oh i want to dress up tonight and like you could get like something that's like actually that is like sexy or innovative or anything and it's just like it's just like a like a black lace thing with like a with a little robe like i mean i'm not saying it doesn't look good it looks great she's great and the i mean i if someone gave it to me that would be wonderful thank you but like <laughs> <laughs> Look, is it interesting? I just, I just feel like if I'm shopping, I'm not going to buy that. Like, it's not that interesting. No, I, I like your your pre thank you for your imaginary <laughs> gift that you're about if you, uh, to get, or you could if get you it email us at moviecrewpod@gmail.com. Uh, we will send you our PO box. <laughs> if you're thinking about sending it to me, I just want to let you know. Even if you don't, thank you. The like, I'm, g- <laughs> I'm grateful. I appreciate uh. gifts. In all yeah. forms, thank you, thank you. But like, but, no, I'm not going to buy that. Like, ugh. yeah, but you know, but but going back to the Hector thing, uh, you know, everybody knows that if a girl's wearing black underwear, that's I mean, she's she's down, she's ready to go. That's, I love that's black a, underwear. Is that what they just honestly? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying that that's the so stigma, so right? Sorry, I feel so sorry for people who think they can only have sex with black underwear, and for people <laughs> who think that all black underwear are sexy because, like, what? Like, there's like a whole world out there honestly like there's reds there's blues hell there's even white <laughs> hold up we don't do low your role sir <laughs> everything shows up on white not white <laughs> i think it's time for the trailer brian <laughs> Wait, what the fart joke did it all that other shit that, that's what pulls the pin on the grenade god damn it tough crap all right so so with that I guess we're taking a break. Uh, we're going to play the trailer for Barry Seinfeld's Men in Black 2. We'll be back. In the year 2002, when the out of this world gets out of control, don't bother calling the CIA. Forget the FBI. 
Because there's only one government agency we can turn to. This package is in clear violation of Section 3.1 of the United States Postal Code. Next! Kevin. <laughs> wow. Kevin, that's funny. You just, you don't have like a Kevin. Okay, straight to the point. You are a former agent of a top secret organization that monitors extraterrestrials on Earth. Hey! You're back! Hey, somebody said you were dead. You look good. The Deneuralizer. In a few moments, transverse magneto energy will surge through your brain, unlocking information that could hold the key. Darth's very survival. Oh, okay. What's that thing? The Deneuralizer. This season, they're back in black. Men in black, too. May I have your attention, people? Please move to the forward car. We got a bug in the electrical system. Yo, people, we got a bug in the electrical system. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Men in Black 2. What did you guys think of that trailer? Damn good trailer, Brian. Made me want to watch the movie again. And I actually laughed throughout the whole time. I may be a little more inebriated at the moment than I was when I watched the movie. That may help. Nevertheless, great trailer. Yeah, I love getting drunk right before kids' films, man, and just, oh, <laughs> sucking it in. <laughs> Dad, what are you pouring into your Coke? <laughs> More Coke, kid. Shut up. <laughs> You're scaring us, Daddy. You're walking funny and driving terrible. He's <laughs> got a highball glass <laughs> while driving. It's like clinkling. Oh. So did somebody uh, come to uh, uh, a conclusion Kristen. on this uh, this costume? Yeah, please, I know everyone wants to talk some more about lingerie, so... Um. <laughs> <laughs> please enlighten us. I'm drinking here, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Ryan, but uh, look. All right, so here's what I... I watched the scene a couple of times, and... Good, good. Didn't we all? Did we? Because I don't think so. Jared's talking about a slip her ass. Like, I don't know what the fuck that was, but... No, so sorry, Jared. No, so what I think you're talking about, though, the lower cheeks are there. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a short robe. Her ass is hanging out, but like, it, there's no like split or anything. So what I think you're seeing, in um, especially when she's walking, like, uh, it's a side shot and not necessarily the back view, is um, okay. So the sleeves are pinned. To, it looks like they're somehow sewn to the bra strap. And the reason I think that they did that is two reasons. One, so that they could pull, uh, yes, it's to keep the robe from moving because they uh, have the robe pulled under her arms and the, instead of like in the front, like a, like a fucking robe, like over her like chest, uh, it's down to the side and down to the back. That's why it looks and like so, sleeves. That's why it looks like sleeves. And so when she walks, it moves like there's no because um, I looked to see if there were some sort of like slit either in the back or on the side. And it doesn't look like there is at all. But I think the appearance is that there is some sort of slit. 
it just because and actually i think that's the word you were looking for when you're talking about her like the like the ass in the middle thing it's a <laughs> slit um but i think it could be the appearance of a slit is there because my brain way, wants it to be there yes i understand <laughs> the way of the way that the robe she's wearing the robe and so i don't know I honestly think that the robe, she's wearing the robe that way so that you can see more of her body, especially in the front shots, um, and it's not covering anything up. Well, she does want to be a, a lingerie model. So. Well, and I also, because I looked back to see what the lingerie like thing is that she's trying to emulate, and it's just a woman who's laying on her side, for those who have not don't have this like readily available in their brains than like everyone else here but she's just like laying on her side and the robe is like kind of off to the back so you can again you can only see the sleeves but the robe is off to the back because they're showcasing like the bra and underwear set and they should be showing the robe but they're just I mean they're not they're showing off the body like they're it's her body is really what's in focus and so Perhaps to an alien brain, this is like a man obviously working here, to an alien uh, brain through a man, like obviously the, the robe should not be like on her body for some reason. So anyway, the costume designer is like, <laughs> what the fuck? And probably had to sew it down to the bra straps to be like there. <laughs> oh. Are you happy? <laughs> and don't, don't, don't like, don't scowl like that, Brian, when I said that, yes, she wanted to be a laundry model because when she went to there in the, uh, in the, MIB airport. It was like, what you, what's your reason to be here? I want to be a lingerie model. Okay, yeah, but th- that whole scene is fucking... That, that whole scene's <laughs> stupid. Like, she goes and she's like, oh, th- th- uh, yeah, let me show you my sexy, like, body to distract you from something. And then Johnny Knoxville has a heart attack and then none of that shit matters. <laughs> she just sucks everybody up in snakes anyway. And I'm like, why is yeah. that stuff even in this movie? Just go in and suck everybody up in snakes. There's a whole bunch of like really like lazy blocking in this film that just makes no sense. And, in, and Barry Seinfeld, like especially from the first Men in Black, he did such a good job with uh, comedic blocking and timing and how things made sense. I love the post office scene, but that scene makes no fucking sense when you sit down and actually think about what characters are doing and why they're doing things. Like Tommy Lee Jones is literally telling Will Smith that he needs to go. And then he just leaves and goes into the back of the mailroom. Just immediately walks away from that conversation. Will Smith follows him, and then he tells another guy, yeah, get, uh, escort non-essential personnel out of here. And then the guy's like, okay, and he just leaves fucking frame. Well, we had to get to the other guys to show that they were aliens so he could understand. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's lazy blocking. And they had to be, aw- and they had to be away from all the people who were out there waiting to get their mail. I, I understand the reason why they did that. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's blocking, and it, it's terrible blocking. It's lazy. It's bad. It's okay. not good. I hear you, and I agree with you, but also, have you been to the post office? Because they just walk away like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like, do, they, do they ignore you? Like, I mean, if you come in yes, there and yeah, go into the back yeah. room, yeah. they're just like, escort oh, this guy yeah, out, dude. and they're like, oh, okay. Oh, fuck yeah, Bobby bro. And cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Stay- hey, sir, behind the line. It, it's it's a lot of this stupid stuff. Like it's even her line. Like after she, Selena gets a hold of like the MIB headquarters, when she's like, "Oh, you could rule the world with some nice mammary glands," and it's like, "What? No, what? You just wrapped up everybody in snakes? What does that have to do with your boobs, woman? What the fuck are you talking about? You didn't like seduce anyone and catch anybody off guard with your hot body. That's not what happened. What the fuck happened here? 
I felt no danger from her. Like in the first movie, the actual, uh, you know, the uh, mm. the fucking bug at the end, I actually felt like there was some suspense there and shit. It's just so weird that they go in to, to take over the MIB headquarters and the fucking security guard's just sitting there. He's like, yeah, she's in there fucking up some shit, basically. <laughs> you know, like, like he hasn't well, even stopped reading the fucking paper. Because that's his whole shtick is that he doesn't ever it. look up. I, I think it's funny. I, I, I get it. Um, and for some reason, the, the wind tunnel has nothing, no effect on him. Um, but right. you know, but I, That's it, it funny felt too. like they, I get that. It, it felt like they took it over too easily. Like, like they came back in and, and it, like there was no, there, the, the danger. Yeah. Like wasn't. there's no one else out in the field that's trying to get back in or they're not talking to anyone else. Like, yeah. And the entirety of MIB can fit into that one little room, like a Chia pet. Uh, I didn't even understand that line. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like a Chia pet? What the fuck does that mean? What? <laughs> well, uh, I don't what? know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like some of this stuff in this movie is just like, did something get cut out here that that would made this make sense? What was the pile of like arms and guts? Or, it was like, a, just it was a dead alien. It was a dead. That was a giant yeah. dead alien. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get that for some reason. I was like, okay, there's this thing. I didn't understand it was... why it kept moving, and they didn't show the dog moving in it. Like they just kept showing like the the body moving. Yeah, yeah, like it was moving. Yeah, yeah. and then you know they, they're like, oh, and everyone would just look at the alien and not like, be like, oh, that alien's like, you know, maybe it's coming back to life or anything. They're just like, oh, obviously the the pug's in there. <laughs> That's the obvious conclusion. That's what Frank is hiding. What is going on? I don't know. There are a lot of things that just didn't make logical sense in this, and the CGI was fucking horrendous. How, how do you five years later? How do you get worse CGI? Was it a lower budget? No, a bigger budget. This budget was 140. The first one was 90 million. Oh, I this just had Michael Jackson. They had it. no money. <laughs> we had to pay Michael Jackson. Uh, it's like worm pops out of the subway. I was just like, oh my god, this is terrible. Oh, that whole riding on top of the damn worm is is really bad. Oh, so that terrible. whole opening scene was just awful. I hated everything about it. I hated his partner too. Yeah. Well, he he was supposed to be bad, so you can you know. No, no, yeah, it, to, it wasn't he, funny though. Like. It, you can be bad at your job and still make me laugh. He didn't even make me laugh. It, like that's what I mean when I say bad. Like it's not funny. And that fucking terrible snake face, vine of face at the end. I was like, oh, the mummy did this better in 1999 with sand. <laughs> did they though? Yeah, they uh, did. Yes, Jared. yes, 100. Yes. They did. I put it yes. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do a compare and contrast. Yeah, it's better. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> I, I love you, Brian. I know. I was just like blown away. 2002. I was like, "What the fuck, man?" ILM just, I just dropped I, the ball. I do remember that fucking sand face in the sand not being that great, but it's not that know. great. But it's better than fucking snake vine face that gets blown up over whatever New York. Well, you know, the, the you know the way that that battle goes off at the end. I thought that the fucking the thing should have had like a, a health bar pop up because it was like <laughs> it had to take just so many he's hits. Just, boom, boom, like, boom. <laughs> he, he just like turns. He's not even looking. He's still shooting at him. He's still like, shooting. Yeah. What I'm saying is like yeah. you know, there's so many shots that are hitting it, and then at the end, you know, he's he's like, you got to use a bigger gun, and he's like, you know, no, you just got to keep hitting it. You know, the health bar is going down. You know, just by <laughs> little by little, and it shows up in different stages. It's I'm I'm, I'm feeling you on this boss battle thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like giant a, boss pull out the big guns and Johnny Johnny Knox Johnny Knoxville Knoxville yeah this fucking side attempt head yeah that was terrible it was it, so I, bad. I felt like it was kind of funny the first time I saw it forever ago and then every time after that it just gets more and more grating yeah you it, know he he's obviously in there to uh, to take up the the place of you know the bug in the last one that that wackiness you know. 
Yeah. How that was portrayed, you know, with his crazy, you know, movements and everything. I think that's the whole reason that his character even exists, because he doesn't really have a purpose. What's his purpose in the film? What what are the purpose of the villains that get broken out of jail? I mean, outside of another Demolition Man callback, because, you know, Wesley Snipes. uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He does that in Demolition Man (laughs) as well. Yeah, he went and thought out all the baddest motherfuckers. Yeah, it's just, well, yeah, it's just an excuse, I guess, for you know. Although the I did Balchinian la- jokes, I did laugh at the Balchinian. Oh yeah, the Balchinian. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best part of the fucking uh, goddamn extra features is the the bloopers, <laughs> where he's just throwing out like all the different ways you can call a Balchinian something else. He's a, he's a Scrochinian. He's a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. I like that he has to pull it down to hit it when you could just yeah. hit it through the through, through the shorts over his chin, you know? <laughs> you know, you gotta... You, you have get, to reveal you it. Gotta, you gotta see the balls before you punch them. That's yeah. sad that that's a highlight. It is one of the things that I remember from the film, yeah. Yep, yep. That and Frank the Pug wearing the, uh, the cute little men in black outfit. That was cute. That was I do adorable. find it very slimming. <laughs> Did you know the guy, uh, the actor that uh, voices uh, Frank the Pug? Same guy does Johnny Five. No way. Yeah, way, bro. True story. Did your mind okay. just explode? It, it just, it just Dude, went dude's up. Dude's got some range. It just went up a little bit in in, in points for me. I appreciate <laughs> that. But he does have some fucked up teeth, and I don't appreciate the animators not keeping the teeth the same throughout the whole thing. If he's gonna have fucked up te- teeth, he needs to have fucked up teeth. Yeah, I found that a little distracted. <sighs> yeah, he's like. All of a sudden, you know, or maybe, maybe like he could like show his actual alien teeth, you know, and then whatever his disguise. Oh, know, is that uh, what they were going for? Maybe that's where that's my only like way to like fucking make it make sense. No, I didn't even put that together. No, I didn't either. That does make sense now that you're saying that out loud, and I'm thinking about <laughs> it. Okay, all right, all right. I'm the idiot here, not the filmmakers. All right, Barry, you win this one. <laughs> Give Barry a one on the board, please. Just a one. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> Just one. Do know that can be taken away, Barry. <laughs> oh, I also saw in the, uh, the opening credits that uh, they got rid of the based on the Marvel comic and they put Malibu comic. I noticed that too. That kind of threw me off a little bit. I had to do a little research and it, I fucking, what was, was it the year? sold or something? Did they leave and start yeah. their own thing? How did uh, that work? No, Marvel bought uh, Malibu back in, uh, was it 1994? So that but, was before so the it was first originally a, it was originally a Malibu comic, and they just decided to name it as a Malibu comic, or what? Yeah, well, no, it was originally a Malibu comic, and then Marvel bought them in 1994, and then it's a Marvel comic. The first movies got based on a Marvel comic, and then for whatever reason, the second one went back to the original comic name Malibu. I don't know why they did that. I don't know if it was a legal thing or what. They felt bad they didn't do it the first time. Like you know, we really need to make up for this. <laughs> just for just for John John Malibu. <laughs> Mr. Malibu Mr. Malibu like, you know. like how you just threw John in the front You're like, yeah, <laughs> Sounds good enough John Malibu <laughs> Being John Malibu There you go Well, what'd you guys think of the, uh, the Ed Wood-esque uh, intro? Mysteries the and Blowing up the planets? Oh, I actually thought it was kind of cool and really cute And then I realized that the rest of the graphics were shitty And like all the CGI was shit And I was like, oh, they just didn't have a budget for this And so I didn't hate it <laughs> Oh, it was so it starts as endearing, but then you realize that no, yeah. this is about the level you should expect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought they were just doing like a fun little throwback, and then I was like, no, like that. I think someone like legit thought this was a good idea, or like they legit didn't have a budget. I mean, the 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 terrible scan lines bothered me. 
Like if if you're gonna try to make it look all like VHS old sixties something or other, like shoot it with an old crappy camera. Like don't shoot it with a nicer camera and then put terrible scan lines on it. Like that was that was that pulled me out of it, honestly. Why do they make you watch it twice? Well, okay, so I right? thought that was actually kind of interesting. Like that <laughs> they they kind of, I think it sets the it sets the backstory for everything that's happening in an interesting way. So as a plot narrative device, I think it works really really well. Um, but for the sake of having to watch it again, they did a really good job, like cutting it down, telling you it's the exact same thing you've already seen without necessarily letting it go too long. They maybe could have cut a couple little lines more out of it, but for I the sake of having the guy like saying the lines out loud and them turning yeah. and watching him, like that kind of worked for me. I think it also sells the size joke of the uh, spaceship landing at the beginning. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that it like it really like makes that hit harder. Yeah. For sure, I do hate. I also like. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I do hate it when they do. They actually do the flashbacks to the actual incident that Tommy Lee Jones is uh, Jake's character or Kay's character remembering. Yeah, yeah. He's got still got the bags under his eyes. And he's got that terrible but inverted, the terrible flash. haircut. Terrible Dude, haircut. The, the close up of his photo of oh. him like, with, with a warp smile, like they did it in Photoshop. Like, ugh, when he was supposed to be young. You know what I'm talking about? I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's it. I'm not drinking anymore on this podcast. I'm done with fluids. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was bad. I did like in in the opening bit when like they were showing the aliens and like they totally broke the line. Like they just threw some terrible filmmaking things in there. Like, yeah. all right, these people are so bad at like like you said, Ed Wood. Like they're it, so bad at making the thing, right. they're just gonna flip all the things and yeah, except for those shitty scan lines. Like, come on. It's, that's not hard to do. I did appreciate the alien queen was uh, wearing a bikini that was silver. Yeah. Very Flash Gordon. <laughs> With that headdress and all that. Yeah. Not actual aliens. <laughs> right. They got to put the subtitle on it. And then, so people don't freak out. Just in case. Just <laughs> in case. That, that disclaimer was the best part about the whole thing. <laughs> I wish that it was in the, when they actually watched the VHS. <laughs> oh, is it's it not? Perfect. When they're actually no, watching the VHS? It does not oh, say it. Oh, man. There. Damn, that's a shame. That's, that is a good joke. I wish we got to see what uh, the light actually looked like or what that, I guess, whatever. What's Rosario Dawson? Yeah, I guess whatever her true <laughs> alien form was going to be. Wait, Brian, wait, was that she it? is my light, so fuck you. That, if that's all it needs to be, that's... I mean, no, it's a total MacGuffin. To it's a total MacGuffin. They're like, this is the thing that we have to go for the entire time. No one knows what it is because no one has to care what it is. Yeah, for the longest time, because her bracelet was glowing, and I was like, oh, like it's like a cool, like inside the bracelet, and it's part of the light. And yeah, it's just like the first one. But then, yeah. yeah, but then they were like, no, it's her. And I was like, and she's like, no, I'm a Libra. And I was like, what, girl? <laughs> <laughs> she's Tommy Lee Jones's daughter. I mean, let's, let's get real. Is she, though? Because I've been thinking about this, and I wanted to talk about it. She's 25, you know? Because Will Smith's like, like fucking Jay, Jay throws out a little bit like, wait, 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 wait. Did you and the alien princess lady like was that a thing? And he just kind of brushes it off. Well, I mean, it, it it's got to be. Well, yeah, right? he's not going to be like, yes, I had an affair with an alien queen, and this is my alien princess daughter. Like, he's not going to do that. But at the same time, like, and like, like give her a hug and be like, well, you want to have a dinner and catch up before I send you on your way? <laughs> like, tell me about. I love you. Tell me about your life. Dating anybody other than Will Smith? Like, I mean, come on. Can't get emotionally involved like that. Can't get emotionally involved. I mean, he he does have a couple lines that could be read both ways where he's like, did you tell her I love her? I didn't want you to make the same mistake. He he then launches into his whole don't get emotionally involved tirade. But I don't want you to make the same mistake I did. 
could be read as make sure that you, if you care about someone, that you actually, you know, express it and do all the things with it. So I think there's a lot there. Oh, I thought he was trying to say make sure you use a rubber. Because <laughs> otherwise you could have a baby and then, you know, in 25 years you can destroy the whole fucking planet. Yeah. This definitely could be a problem. Protection is important. <laughs> Space <true>. protection. <laughs> Space protection. It, it does seem like it's it's Tommy Lee Jones' daughter, but then also they say they bring in the light to Earth to hide it. So, I don't know. It's all confusing. Right, right. Because like, maybe the, the light was the daughter of the queen that Tommy Lee Jones loved, but like they weren't ever together enough for... Because she died, right? When they were together or when they were about to be together. Yeah. However that was going to work, she was killed. So, But the light was already in existence before that happened. You don't know how much of a relationship they had. So it could just be, you are the daughter of the woman that I loved, so that's why I still think you look like your mom, you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. I mean, maybe the light is then like the, the, like if they have DNA, like, you know, and so you can pass it on and that's what the light is. Yeah, that would make sense. Because the, 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 um, the cataclysm wasn't the light staying on earth. It was the, the bracelet blowing up and going nuclear. And she just had to leave with the bracelet in order to, for the earth to not blow up. These are subtle things that these kinds of, of sci-fi movies like sort of brush over. They give you enough that if you stop to think about it, you're like, wait, wait, what? But it kind of it pushes the story along when they care about it enough to actually make it push the story along. And then other times they just don't care. I've never written a sci-fi screenplay, but I assume whoever did put a lot of thought and effort into this and some asshole came along and was like, no one cares and just crossed it all out. That's yeah, uh, yeah exactly how it feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'm sure there's an answer. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't have it. You know, I'll say this. I think I enjoyed this song more than the last Men in Black song. What the You're fuck? crazy. <laughs> you have lost <laughs> your fucking mind. You're trying to piss people off is what you're doing. No. No. <laughs> Brian needed something else, so I've got it. Here we go. Uh, oh, okay. You're just, you're just poking the bear. No, and I have to I say, see. I have to say... <laughs> Well, honestly, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> what sealed it for me was when he has that line where Will Smith says he's the best looking crime fighter since myself in part one. And I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is accurate. And I'm getting get behind you 100 yep, yep. percent. That is a pretty fucking baller line. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like the level of confidence that you have to say something like that, like, how can you not root for that? And to uh, just by default, the song has to be better. He was channeling that uh, that wild, wild west confidence. I enjoy that. Yes. Yeah. Enjoy that confidence. I just but- wish that in these music videos they would stop like stopping the song to have like a little moment. That's the thing, you know. It's a no, movie. Please. It's a movie song, so there's got to be a movie moment. No, no, cut that shit out. It's terrible. It's always terrible. Like, oh, it's just bad. It's always the That's what you liked about the Wild Wild West video is that it was like a sequel. No, I thought that was stupid. We talked about that. How it like the continuity was broken. It's like Selma Hayek just Selma Hayek is not present. Like what? The what? Hell? what is happening? It's like I, I I got rid of my husband in the the sequel music video and I'm with Will Smith. You know how it goes. I'm just on holiday. <laughs> it's an open marriage, guys. What a business meeting. Oh, uh Tony Shalhoub's uh Coming back in the in the sequel was great. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Oh, he was he was definitely a highlight for sure, especially with this whole like 
start the engine of the boat to then like run some blender mixing stuff and oh i got the 6.0 software sorry like his whole thing is is fantastic and yeah. his shop in, in the front area was lit a lot better this time it was it was yeah it looked it looked a lot better the head blow off gag when he gets well i guess when he gets his head blown off or shot off it that the grow back i did not like that as much yeah it didn't no. work as well yeah, because his head grew back and it was like immediately like small, like a Beetlejuice head, and then grew and out. And then gets bigger. Yeah, I did not like that. I liked how it kind of like popped out. You know, I don't know, grew and all it weird. Kind of came up and like, you know. Yeah. That okay, was so, it. all right, all right. So I, we've already established that somehow they had more money for this. Was the more money like to get everyone to agree to come back? Like, where did the money go? How was it distributed? Because I'm confused. I don't know. I mean, like, uh, the only actors in here that could probably pull, like, $20 million are, are the two leads. Everyone else was either at the bit beginning of their career or they're a bit part. Uh, Johnny Knoxville had only done, like, what, uh, two movies? And then the Jackass films before this? So maybe they cost $40 million, your two leads, but still... This is still cost ten million dollars. With that taken into account, it would still be ten million dollars more than the first movie. And all the effects here, with the exception of Rick Baker's work, I think the the practical stuff still looks great. Um, but the yeah. CGI is just yeah. garbage. Garbage CGI. It's, yeah, it's all way more cartoony and not in a good way. In like a Matrix Matrix Two kind of cartoony way. Oh no, not even that. I mean, like even the backgrounds when they're driving in the car just looks bad. You can oh, see like yeah. the soft edges. You can edges. see all the lines yeah, on them. Yeah, the soft edges are real bad. This was the year Spider-Man 2, so people may have had or Spider-Man the first one. So they may have had their hands yeah. full with uh, with some stuff. So this this was like the C team or the D team. And like, yeah, and Star Wars come out this year. So that that's two big movies that came out before this one. Uh, it's also two films with the uh, Twin Towers cut out too. Because oh, yeah. the end of this film was supposed to take place, uh, well, it, I don't think it was supposed to take place on the World Trade Center, but uh, the World Trade Center's towers were supposed to open up and a bunch of UFOs were going to pop out and they were going to have a battle with UFOs. Uh, and then that totally got scrapped after 9-11 happened. I know Spider-Man 2, we still have that trailer where Spider-Man like uh, webs the yeah. helicopter between the tw- twin towers, but that got cut out of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Which is stupid. It's like, come on. There were fucking buildings in the skyline, man. Get the fuck over it. You don't want to trigger anybody, Brian. Really? I mean, they, they existed. Are you just going to go through yeah. and like get rid of every just picture say, of the yeah. World Trade Center that ever existed? Just say that this was this was made in the year 2000. Like, come on. It's not hard. Like, I don't want to cry when I watch Spider-Man, okay? Unless I'm supposed to They don't to watch cry. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. I mean, I, they want their movie to be current, and also it's set in New York, and so you don't want New York to not go see the their movie, you know? Is that a reason to not go see a movie? Um, yeah, if you're somebody you know who just died in the attack the year before, and they have a bunch of UFOs popping out of the building, I don't know that I'd want to go see it. Really? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like my fucking this dad. This podcast is dude, over. Look, look, look. Hold on. No, look. So, like, I was in high school, right? And, like, if I had had, like, a parent die in the World Trade Center attack um, the year before, I don't know that I would be over it enough to want to see, like, UFOs popping out of the World Trade Center and, like, blowing each other up. Is that, like, am I into this idea? Sure. But would I want to see it, like, a year later? I don't I don't know. See, I have the exact opposite reaction. Like, that makes me want to go seek stuff out, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, it... <laughs> I don't we know. We all grieve in different ways, though. Yeah, true, true, true. 
No, like I get it. Like, I mean, honestly, like I, I don't think the idea is bad and I would, I'm a little sad that it didn't happen. I get why they cut it out. They wanted it to be like current and um, uh, supportive. I don't know if that's not the right word, but you know what I mean? Um, but like, I mean, God, I think that would, been, that would have been cool if you had done it in like, I don't know, 2010, the third movie, whenever the third movie came out. Do like some time traveling. I, I could be into that. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> Wait, do they time travel in the, in the third one? Yes, they do. Oh, okay. See, look, they're already doing it. Do <laughs> they? That's that's literally the plot of the third one. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck my sister. Oh, I thought you were uh, making a joke, uh, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I realized, like, oh no, she's not. <laughs> she, this is this is a question, not a call forward. Okay, okay. So anyway, so like, I'm I'm on it. So like, did they do it in the third one? Because like, they could have kept it in the third one if they time traveled. Wait, when do they time travel to? Uh, they, I believe it's the 60s. Yeah. Like oh, the it, yeah, like the late 60s the, or something? The launch for the first launch for the moon, I think it's like 68 or something like that. Oh, okay, there you go. That's kind of boring. Okay. I like my idea better. <laughs> Damn. Well, we'll see how you feel about it next week on the Movie Crew podcast. <laughs> well, are we at ratings here, guys? It feels like it, Brian. Who's going first? I'll go. Um There you go. I thought this Okay, so I, like I said, I had no expectations for this movie to be anything, and I didn't want to watch it at all. And so, actually, it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. I was pleasantly surprised by some of it. I love Tommy Lee Jones. Will Smith was great. Um, I mean, the, all of the actors, Rosario Dawson, I enjoyed a lot of the actors. Uh, they really carried it along. Um, you have the little pug who's super cute. and Frank. Yeah, Frank. And... Um, you know, the rest of the movie is questionable. The CGI is terrible, and um, the plot is not very great. And I don't know. The song the song isn't terrible. I, I, was, I was surprised because I thought they didn't do a song, and so then they did a song, and I was like, oh, cool. It's not as, again, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So um, all that being said, I'm going to have to give this a six because I enjoyed it so much more than I thought. And if I had to watch it again, that's okay. There, there were good moments. Six is respectable. Thank I you. agree. Thank you. I'm glad yeah. you guys approve of my my rating. <laughs> you get two thumbs up on your rating. <laughs> I don't think this film got two thumbs up though. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, it did not. <laughs> I don't leave anybody in suspense. It. Okay. Yeah, I think they hated it. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I wasn't. I didn't remember much from this film because I hadn't seen it since it was in theaters, and uh, I was a little reluctant to see it because I thought it was going to be pretty bad. And then I tried to watch it, like I said before, and I fell asleep on it. But when I did watch it today, I really did enjoy it. It was it was cool. It was cool to see the characters again. It was you know it was fun. There 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 were some funny moments. I, I, they weren't laugh out loud funny, but you know they were amusing. It's a it's a fun little movie, and, and it's it is cool to see the characters again. I don't know. I it's a six. Yeah. I, sure. I mean, you say that, dude, but the characters are only on screen for 50 minutes of the actual movie. It is weird how short the film is, and I, I do applaud them for that. If you're going to make something that's kind of meh, make it short. Yeah, like if um, I tried to run it out, like I would, my rating would drop, but it was short oh yeah, and sweet, and so I enjoyed it. Like at no point was I like, man, how much longer do we have? I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, we're, okay. 
cool. Hour and twenty eight with credits. Yeah. I mean that's uh, great. That's pretty great. Yep. It's great. Eighty eight. <laughs> solid, solid runtime for this. It's for sure. Only yeah. actual eighty minutes of movie. I'm, yeah, it's I'm okay minutes. with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But I mean, the, you get your two characters, and they're only on screen for fifty minutes of this thing. You know, Tommy Lee Jones is completely absent from the first thirty minutes of the film. It's but they open up the trailer with him. You know, really, like they they put him all in the trailer. That's where the Which movie cool. should have started. Just started at the post office. Just fuck it. Just make it a, make it an hour long. We're done. Well, I kind of liked it <laughs> because okay, I, 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 like apparently I don't know these movies like you guys do because I didn't know Tommy Lee Jones was in this when I because I thought he like was like vaporized or whatever at the the flashy thing neuralized at the last one and so <laughs> this time I was sitting there and I was like how are they gonna do this because like so far I'm not enjoying this and then he comes back and I was like oh my god like it was great it was like the best. Oh, so you got to experience it properly. <laughs> I like that. Hell oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's I like that. That is the proper re- response to that. Wait, how, how did you watch this without seeing a, a fucking picture or a poster of it? Very carefully. I don't know. Like, this just doesn't, like, I don't... Like, what streaming? Did you posters. watch it on a streaming service? Yeah, but no, because, yeah, I watched it on Amazon Prime, the video thing. And because it's just <laughs> like, it has the two little figurines and the little... T- two. And so you can't see who they are. It's just two little people. Oh, that's the... Okay. Yeah, the only Ooh. poster image I've seen of this is the... But they're in, those, in the chairs. Yeah, those stupid like uh, egg shaped white egg, chairs, yeah. holding their guns up. The little worm guys. Um, they're not little worm guys. That's actually it's 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 Tommy Lee Jones on the left and Will Smith on the right. Yeah, and it says Mr. Jones, Mr. Smith. Anyways, I understand. <laughs> there is another poster though, Jared, that also has the worm guys and Frank the Pug on it as well. I believe it may be the uh, the DVD box cover. Really? Do you happen to have said DVD box cover? Don't get up and go. No, what the fuck? <laughs> you ask him. You ask him. He's going to go pull three fucking DVD uh, box He's got to go through his Rolodex to see what fucking drawer it's in when he pulls out his thousands of DVDs. Very contrast, Jared. That was very oh, yeah. quick. That is. It's, it's just the inverse of the original with Frank the Pug in the middle. Okay. And with the little worm guys. Do I have it? <laughs> Amateur hours, sir. He had, he had four copies. <laughs> One to open. <laughs> Two to store, <laughs> one is a gift. <laughs> well, all I had was the fucking DVD. That's how, all, you know, so I had to spring for the uh, the 4K. Oh, nice. How did it look nice. in 4K? How were those How were those effects? Oh, my 4K, God, they were bro. terrible, dude. I actually put in the DVD and watched the last uh, 30 minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was better. No, you paid for that. You need to at wow. least watch it all the way through. I couldn't, dude. I couldn't, man. You're like, oh, I had to cleanse my fucking palate with, with the mummy. <laughs> Did you watch the whole mummy just to get to that scene? No, just no to fucking... I just watched the highlights. Okay, <laughs> okay but, see, I have let's, the, the Blu ray of the uh, of the trilogy, Ugh. and the Blu ray, it, it works pretty well. It's not 4K, but it wasn't. Uh, yeah, no, some of the effects are pretty rough. That, that's a fall from grace if you want to like bring up how bad this CGI looks. Like, let's talk about the fucking the rock in the in the Scorpion King. How amazing <laughs> that looks! That was the Mummy Returns. <clears throat> the Mummy Returns. I know. Was I know. When, sec- still, still a sequel. And the we're Rock about... as the Scorpion King in the Mummy Returns. Well, the third one is actually called the Scorpion King, so that's what you got. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, you're right. I, I am making yeah. a. I am making. Yeah, I was wrong. You're right. It is The Mummy Returns. <laughs> Fucking that's that one's pretty rough, too. Stupid mummy movies. God, they got so bad after the second one. Yeah, yeah. The <sighs> first one is... The first one's up there, though. Okay, you guys are avoiding ratings. All Let's right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, um, I'll go next. Man, I gotta give this, like, a 7.5. I, I, I feel like it, it, it brings us back to the world. We love the world. We want to spend more time in it. 
Tommy Lynn Jones and and Will Smith together are just pure fucking gold. As soon as we finally get to Agent K in the the post office, like the movie picks up speed and and doesn't really stop from there. Man, I love all this all the characters. Like Rosario Dawson, this might have been my first experience with her, and she's just delightful. Uh, Rip Torn, it, it just kills it with all of his little extra stuff that he does. Um, Tony Shalhoub steals the whole movie in that one fucking scene as far as I'm concerned but there man there's there's a lot of like yeah it feels like somebody went through the the great original script that had a lot of details and was like yeah we don't need that we don't need that we don't need that too expensive with 140 million dollars like where did the money go like I don't I don't quite understand it super fun to watch my kids were dying through the whole thing so it it I think it works for the the target audience, even if it is a PG thirteen rating, where they're trying to to get some of the weird dads in the audience. Like, look, there's an attractive woman in lingerie. She'll walk away, and it'll be super fun. Don't let your kids look at it. <laughs> look at that boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, so there's a couple of those kind of awkward moments, but overall, I think um, it it works better than maybe was expected to. I don't know. Um, yeah, seven point five. Uh, I uh, I think I'm gonna give this a five point five. Um... Maybe a six. I, the writing is terrible. Just it's it's atrocious. Uh, the story is really hard to follow. Things just don't make logical sense. Uh, you will see something and then you question it later. I don't really understand the character motivations all the time. The CGI effects are atrociously bad. But I think we've harped on that enough. But the practical effects are great. I love Frank. I love the worm guys. I I love those characters. I think they look good on screen. I'm glad that they add more screen time for them. I like the uh, worm apartment set, uh, or the mm. set. Um, I thought that was spectacular, especially the one worm in the little hot tub. I that killed me <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just didn't find this movie funny uh, overall. I mean, it's got moments, you know, like there's these little pieces, like the post office <laughs> scene. Like I, I like it once we get in the alien reveal. That's great. That makes me feel like we're watching the first movie. David Cross, when he says, oh, a neural... <laughs> he gets neuralized. <laughs> I mean, there's these moments, but just overall, it just it's kind of boring, and all that excitement from the first movie is, is really gone, and yeah, just bad writing. It's, just, it's not creative or witty like the first movie, and this feels like uh, those really bad Ghostbuster clones. This is exactly like all those Ghostbuster knockoffs. That's this movie. That's why the other movie, that's why the first Men in Black is something special, and this one is it's kind of forgotten about. So, uh, I guess I'll come in at a six. The sets are great. Danny Elfman's score is good again. He knocks it out of the park. Yeah, it's just okay. It'll get better next week, Brian. I certainly hope so. <laughs> so with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience follow you? You can find me on Instagram at Check the Gate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, and wherever you get your podcasts with Torah Stories. And Mike, where can they follow you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. You guys can find me on uh, Twitter at Elkins Edits. And we're going to close out the show tonight 
I think we're going to do track number 19 from the Men in Black 2 soundtrack titled I Will Survive, sung by Frank the Pug. <laughs> because it's amazing. And I'm back from nice. outer space. Frank! 95 is alive! First I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong. And I grew strong. And I learned how to get along. And so you're back from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. Should've changed that stupid lock. Should've made you leave your key. If I'd known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. Just turn around now. Cause you're not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me with goodbye? Did I crumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Oh, no, not I. I will survive. Oh, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. I've got all my life to live. I've got all my love to give, and I'll survive. I will survive. Hey, hey, hey. You will survive, baby. to fall apart, kept trying hard to mend the pieces of my broken heart, and I spent oh so many nights just feeling sorry for myself, I used to cry, now I hold my head up high, and you see me, somebody new, I'm not that chained up little puppy, still in love with you, and so you feel like dropping in, and you expect me to be free, and now I'm saving all my loving Someone who's loving me, go on now, go. Walk out the door, just turn around now, cause you're not welcome anymore. Did I grumble? Did you think I'd lay down and die? Oh, no, not I. I will survive. Oh, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. I've got all my life to live. I've got all my love to give and I'll survive. I will survive. Hey, hey. Just shout out to New York. We will survive. You know it. Frank the Fugio. Woof. <laughs> 